This is Finally Free, a podcast for those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, a certified intuitive eating counselor, eating disorder survivor, and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, where I offer group coaching for women who are ready to heal their relationship with food in their bodies and become their healthiest, happiest, most confident selves without ever having to go on another diet. On this podcast, you will hear me answer your biggest questions around how to become a successful intuitive eater. You'll hear inspiring stories of other women on their food freedom journeys, those who are recovering, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll teach you how to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough, how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with fitness you enjoy so you can move through this world with confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Before we get started, I want to remind you of everything I have to offer with Freedom with Food and Fitness. First, I offer group coaching. My 10-week intuitive eating coaching program is called Defy the Diet, and it blends intuitive eating principles and mindset work in a hybrid format that blends group and private coaching to give my clients amazing results. My summer cohort client, Adriana, had this to say about me as her coach. She's helped me develop a healthier relationship with food and helped me uncover the root causes of my disordered eating. She's very open and honest about her own struggles in her journey, which empowers me and the other ladies in the group to have deep conversations about the challenges and pressures we face from diet culture in our society. I love it. And I love you, Adriana. If you are someone who wants true mental and physical health without restriction and obsession, stop overeating, find consistency in nutrition, movement, and self-care, and take the guilt out of wellness, this program is for you. My fall cohort is full and enrollment is closed, but all is not lost, love. Get on the wait list for winter, which will run January 2nd to March 6, 2023. I cannot think of a better way to start the new year. If you're interested, go to bit.ly slash defy the diet waitlist to get put on the waitlist and be the first to know when enrollment opens. Again, that is bit, B-I-T dot L-Y slash defy the diet waitlist, or go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com and click on the waitlist tab. If you're not quite ready for coaching, check me out on Instagram at freedomwithfoodandfitness. There, I have free quizzes to assess your relationship with food and fitness, articles I've written, exclusive blog posts from my email list, people, and free intuitive eating worksheets, videos, and so much more. In today's episode, I'm talking to Meg Schwartzrock. Meg, also known to many as Manifesting Marge, is a megapreneur, a podcast host, and a spiritual guide. Meg coaches her clients through their life experiences, helping them see through their soul's perspective. With energy, manifesting, soul contracts, past life awareness, and connection with their spiritual team, which is made up of the Creator, Angels, and Spirits Guide, Meg helps her clients heal and remember who they are and why they are truly here. This guidance helps them see from the perspective of an eagle, as everything is for a grander plan, all in divine time and for the evolution of our soul. Even the hard times are for a purpose, to lead us to our purpose. Meg is also the host of The Meg Rock Show with Manifesting Marge, enlightening you with high-vibe spiritual guidance, interviews with high-vibe people, and those who practice alternative healing modalities around the world. 
bringing you tools and teachings for a more enlightened way of moving through your life. MEG helps women, moms, and entrepreneurs manifest more love, self-love, more money, better health, and clarity of their life path. Meg and I talk about what high and low frequency energies are and how they affect our lives, how working hard isn't the only key to success, how past lives and energies can help affect body image and your ability to eat intuitively, and so much more. This episode really had me thinking a lot more about actively manifesting positive things to happen in my own life and left me wanting to research more about past lives because the concept is just so fascinating to me. So if you like today's episode and want to check out more of Meg, she's on Instagram at the Meg Rock. And you can also check out her websites, megrockshow.com and manifestingmarge.com. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Meg Schwartzrock. Well, hi, Meg. It's so it's so wonderful to have you. I know I was just on your show a couple of weeks ago, so it's, it's nice to see you again. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. Well, after our, our first conversation, I knew that it would be great to just have you on as well. Um, so you you work with energy and, and you're, you're an energy healer of sorts. So um, can you explain to me how you started to understand energy and when that all happened? Yes, for sure. So I have been spiritual my entire life raised in the South, going to church. And it was just what you did. Right. And then the older I got, it became more of a social thing. Cause it was what my friends did. Like we went to youth group and all the things. And I started asking really big questions that no one could give me the answers for. And I just kind of was on my quest to figure out how all of it worked because nothing against religion, but religion can kind of put God in a box. And I was like, but my God can't fit in a box. Like I, I don't understand. And none of it really made sense. Well, I just kept searching and figuring things out. Well, I just turned 40 and I finally, I think I, and I've been very successful in my, in my, my career. And I'll tell you what I've done the past 10, 12 years, but I'm finally getting to the point in my life where I know why I'm here and it is to teach energy and it is to have people understand how amazing God, source creator, the universe is, whatever you want to call God, we all serve the same God, um, whether you call him a different name, how amazing the universe is. And that's always working and collaborating with us. And we are co-creating our reality. Like everything we think, feel, speak is a self-fulfilling prophecy. And we, we, a lot of times go through life, most of times until you figure it out, you go through life feeling like the victim. And like, why is this happening to me? You know, why, why, you know, why is it only me? And when you understand that you play a dra dramatic role in the things that are happening in your life, you can claim your power and take it back and quit feeling like the victim. So let me back up. So my husband um, played the PGA tour. When we got married, he was playing the PGA tour and life was easy. And he had a back injury, which set him back professionally and then us financially. And then um, Hurricane Katrina happened. We had investments in oil um, in the Gulf. And when Hurricane Katrina happened, those oil wells just got turned off. And so that was an extra source of income for us when he wasn't playing good golf, because it's an expensive lifestyle, traveling and your caddy and your hotels and all the things, even if you don't make the cut, you still have expenses at the end of the week. And so um, that was our investments in, 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 in this oil business was a huge part of what sustained us when he wasn't playing good golf then 9-11 happened. And then 
it just started like our finances just started to take a turn and he was playing on smaller golf tours which means smaller purses smaller amounts of money that you can win still an expensive sport to play and I had a college education which now that I'm looking at it I mean everything I've done in my career has nothing to do with college I had fun I learned some things but not everybody has to go to college that's where I am now at 40 that's that's honestly where I mean, why I feel the way or where I am and how I feel now having two kids if they do they do if they don't they don't there's plenty ways to be successful so I thought to myself okay I have a four-year college education there's got to be something that I can do from home with two small kids to take financial pressure off of my husband and I would just scour the internet at night well fortunately a direct sales company that was in the very beginning stages that was very reputable came on came into my life and I thought you know what this is what I should be doing I could use the products. I believe in the products. I know I can do this. And I, and I, and I know that I can make an income that would truly, truly bless our family's life. I'm going to do this and I can do it all around our kids. So I started building that business, build a multi-million dollar humongous team. Very, very grateful. Still have that business. And throughout all of that, I started studying the law of attraction. I started studying more spiritual stuff. I started connecting to my higher self. I started really understanding that I am, you are, we are all a spark of the divine, that God source energy lives in us. And when we tap into that, like we have infinite potential. I mean, our birthright is, is, is abundance. And so many times we don't, we don't look at that. We just look at our circumstances is where we are and we play victim to that. And we feel like we'll never have what other people have, but it's tapping into our own knowing, not necessarily our beliefs, which is one of the things I talk a lot about now is we're raised to believe so many things and beliefs are taught. Knowing is just that God, it's, it's that spark of the divine. It's your iron presence. It's that part of you that's speaking to you all the time when you just know things, right? And I knew, I knew that I could be successful. I knew that I would, it wouldn't happen overnight, but I knew that if I stay the course, our family was going to reap the benefits. So I found myself coaching hundreds of thousands of people every single time on manifesting. And people would say to me, how have you done what you've done? Like, how have you done it? And I'm like, this sounds really, really simple. And it's probably going to be so simple. You can't wrap your head around it, but I'm just excited. Like I'm excited. I'm excited about what I have in my hands. I'm excited about the potential. And that excitement was the key to my success because too often when, when we're manifesting anything, whether it's losing weight, whether it's our health, whether it's a marriage, a career, better finances. You have to tap into the energy of what it is to be that before you have it. Right. So even though my income where it wasn't where my goal was, even though I wasn't there yet, I was living in that energetic frequency in that moment. And it's no wonder that I aligned with it. Right. Right. And so when I understood that it just started to grow. And so I found myself coaching these women all the time on the same thing. And it was over and over again, and they self-sabotage. And I see this all the time in the world. Like we're, we're human, like we're workaholics. We, we work so hard. You know, we, we use a brain, we use our eyes, we use our hands. We physically do all the stuff, but then we self-sabotage with our thoughts and our words. And so we cancel out 
all of that hard work. And there are people that are out there working so freaking hard. And excuse my French, I have two boys, but they're pissing against the wind. It's, it's, ne it's never going to happen for them if their thoughts and their words are not an energetic match to the work and the momentum that they're putting in. When you put in the work, the physical work, the human work, that energy and momentum paired with your beliefs and your excitement of already feeling like you already have the thing is that's where magic is made. But all these women in direct sales, all these people that I coach, all these people around me, they're working so hard and they're just spinning their wheels and they're staying stuck in the same place. And it's because they don't understand the power of their thoughts and their words. So I started doing, started doing manifesting coaching, um, which, so my name is Margaret Ann. I'm named after my grandmother. Meg is a nickname for Margaret. Well, my husband started calling me Marge when we started dating. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like Marge Simpson, please stop calling me Marge. And, um, and then all of his friends started calling me Marge. And then our kids, they're, they're teenagers now. They started calling me Marge throughout the house when they were little, they'd be like, hey, Marge. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is really funny. This is cute. So one day I'm going to be Margie. So I started getting the name Manifesting Marge. So that's kind of how my, my manifesting coaching business started. So I have this big, huge direct sales business, still have it, very grateful for it. Such a huge part of my personal growth and development and really um, the compass that was pointing me towards where I am today, which is my passion and coaching my energy as a whole. So fast forward. So and when our youngest was in fourth grade, so he's in seventh now, the summer before the summer before, was it summer before fourth, fifth? I think it was the summer before fourth grade. So his entire life, he's had some stomach issues. And um, just one of those children, like where you, um, it kind of overwhelmed by crowds, can feel it in his stomach. I would have to take him to school and I would have to walk him to his classroom. And so many parents and teachers would be like, oh my God, girl, you just need to push him out and carpool line. I'm like, you, you don't understand. He's a Taurus. He's a bull that would be beyond traumatic for his little, his little spirit. There's no way I can do that to him. So finally, by the time we got to fifth grade, I was able to like walk into the door and he would walk to his class. So the summer before fourth grade, he, let me back up. He started with, when, when we were having these stomach issues, we started going to a pediatric gastro and he said, oh, he just has irritable bowel syndrome. It's nothing major. He's healthy. You know, just start eliminating some of these things from his diet. So we did it. And it was a little bit better, but not hundred percent. So I remember before fourth grade, he started throwing up after every meal. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what it was. So it was getting to the point where it was becoming an emergency, but I, I started looking at him going back to the, to the pediatric gastro and they couldn't get us in for like a couple months, but we were getting to the point where we were going to have to go to the ER. I mean, he was dark circles under his eyes and he was losing weight. So I was actually in a class, an online class with an energy healer. And if you don't understand energy, energy doesn't know time or space. It's just like a prayer intention and energy. All of that can be felt. And some people can feel it more intensely than others. So I got off of this class and I said, I have to go, my child, my child is sick. And so I got off the class Well, she called me immediately afterwards. And she was like, oh my gosh, my stomach is so descended. I feel his little body. Do you realize how much pain he is in? I'm feeling everything he's feeling right now. Meg, this is not food related. This is all energy. This is energetic. His little, I don't know if you know anything about shockers, but his solar plexus 
is wide open and he is literally feeling everybody else's stuff and his body is internalizing it as pain. So she said, this is a little too complicated for me, but I'm going to move you over to, um, I'm going to introduce you to another energy healer. We started working with her the very next day and, um, amazing. We worked with her for almost two years. And by the time we were about four months into working with her, he was probably, I would say an eight out of a 10. And now he's a 10 out of a 10. So she solely helped us heal him and she's never met him. Everything was through zoom. Everything was through phone call and everything was through text every now and then when he needed, needed to text her. But basically I have a very empathic, psychically gifted child who can feel other people. And a lot of children that are like that can feel it in their bodies. Some people can see energy, which he can do that too, but some people, and there are a lot of people that are going through life with autoimmunes Mm -hmm. and all kinds of diseases that are in highly empathic people that are feeling other people's pain and energy in their bodies. Wow. And so there are all these, there are all these kids that are going through life feeling confused not feeling comfortable where they are. And they're all just going to doctors and getting infusions to get on medication. And that's really not the source of the issue. So when I started under, so when she was working with him, helping him do stuff, when he was doing meditations, he was using mudras, which are little hand symbols that you use for meditation, crystals, um, all kinds of stuff. Like just, um, I mean, it's amazing what she did to work with him. When I started understanding energy from a health perspective, I was like, whoa. Okay. So now I understand it from, from a money perspective. Then I understand it from a healing and a health perspective. I've got to teach people about this. They have, they have no clue as moms. We have no clue. First of all, as, as moms, the energy field between us and our children is there our entire lives. It doesn't matter if they're in another part of the world we will feel our child and they oftentimes will feel us. Some people can feel even on a deeper level, um, which is Atlee, but um, people don't realize in their households what our energy can do to the well-being of our family members. And so if we really truly understood the energetic responsibility we have moving through the world, moving through our house, our houses, moving through the schools, our, our, you know, our, our places of business and knowing that people can feel us in our funk. And some people can feel on a really, really deep level. And they internalize that as their own illness. And most of the stuff we feel in our lives isn't ours, right? It's not ours. Yeah. And so external coming in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the importance of grounding and protecting and clearing yourself and meditation and going within and asking your knowing, is this mine or someone else's? Cause a lot of times when you feel off and you're like, excuse me, you're like, what is wrong with me? Like, where did this come from? A lot of times it's not yours. And so when you can get to that place where, where you can connect with your higher self, where you can go in and just have moments of silence and you can calm your mind and really connect with your I am presence, you'll be able to ask yourself if it's yours. And if it's not yours, then you'll know that you can send it back to whoever it came from. And that's one thing that, that Atlee had to learn. He had to ask himself. And when he was feeling sick, I would say, is this yours or someone else's? And he would say, it's not mine. It's so-and-so's, or I don't know. And I say, okay, well, you just say, you, you know, you ground protect and clear. And you just say, this is not mine. I send it back to whomever it came from. I'm not claiming it as my own. And so when you understand that stuff, I mean, 
I'm telling you, it will take our health, our, our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health to a whole nother, another level when we can understand that we are just merging with energies all over the place and not, not even considering what's happening in our world. Right. I mean, as an empath, we're feeling the world. I mean, and we're all empaths. Some people are more sensitive than others, but we are feeling the collective energy of the world and it's heavy. I mean, I have people messaging me saying, I just feel so bad today. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm so depressed. I'm like, it's not yours. It's not, it's not yours. And, and when people can understand that they'll feel less crazy, right? you know, you said, you said a lot that I think can be related to the idea of intuitive eating the whole, you know, sitting down with yourself and, and listening to your own voice, because there's for those who are disordered eaters, there is the diet culture voice or the food police voice that exists within us. And then there's our voice and this idea of separating the two and really listening to our own voice as opposed to the food police. And as you were just saying, we get a lot of these external messages and we start to internalize them and they become part of our narrative and we start to believe that they're true and they're not. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, energy healing can be so helpful to those who are listening, who are disordered eaters or suffering from eating disorders or chronic dieting. So this is definitely something for them to look into when they're done listening to this episode, look into your website, your social media, which is in the show notes, and just maybe a few other things. Um, I'll ask you at the end if you have any um books or podcasts or other things other than yourself that you recommend for other people. And then the other thing you see, you mentioned is again, in that tapping into ourselves and our innate wisdom and our energy that helps us to go back to eating intuitively because we're all born intuitive eaters. We all know how to eat. We don't need some expert or some diet to tell us how to do it. We already know. Absolutely. And, and you know, this being in the line of work that you're in, but there's so many people that they lose all the weight and then they gain it all back. Mm -hmm. And it's because they haven't gotten to the depths of their struggle and their issue where it's coming from. And they haven't, they haven't healed it. And we can't heal what we don't, what we don't reveal. Right. You know, we can't, we can't work on things that we're, that we're not willing to dive deep on. And it's not just about losing the weight, you know, it's, um, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with all these people that go have all this plastic surgery. I mean, I know people that women that have gone and had the whole mommy makeover, they've done everything. Mm -hmm. And then five years later, it's all back. Yeah. It's all back. And, and it's really, it's really interesting to me, um, how food and emotions work. I mean, for me, like when I'm emotional, it's not that I don't eat, I eat less, but then there's a whole group of people that eat more, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's how it's emotion plays into food. Yeah. So, so obviously somebody who is struggling right now with food and weight and body might be saying, wow, you know, energy and energy healing. This sounds like something I might want to look into. Um, what, what is high frequency energy and low frequency energy? How can they start to determine these? Okay. So high frequency energy is anything that makes you feel good. Okay. So on a frequency scale, energy is meta is measured by megahertz and the highest, most amazing frequency is 
people can say two different things. I've heard joy, joy is higher than love and love is higher than joy. I believe love is higher than joy. And the reason I believe that is because um, I say believe, let's go back to knowing. I used to believe this. Now I really know it from an energy perspective, but it's because, and regardless of, of, of religion, Christ conscious energy is the highest energy and Christ was pure love. And Christ didn't come for religion. He didn't know anything about Christianity. They just put that on him. He came for the ascension of humanity to show people pure, unconditional agape love. And so when you stay in those frequencies that are high and those frequencies that are higher things that make you feel good, mm-hmm. acceptance, worthiness, joy, happiness, understanding, compassion, um, inclusiveness. I mean, all those things that just make you feel good. That's high frequency. And then the low frequency is shame, unworthiness. And the unworthiness that is happening in our world is it's through the roof. It's through the roof. If you want to manifest more money, you can't be, you can't have any unworthiness frequency in your life. You know, same thing with, with your health and your body and love and all the things, but unworthiness, fear, sadness, all of those things lower your, they lower your, um, your energetic frequency, making you a match for more of those energies, because we're like a radio. Like we literally, if you want to listen to something on the radio, if you want to listen to rap, you tune into rap. If you want to listen to country, you tune into country. You want to listen to 80s soft rock, you tune into it. Well, that's what you have to do with your energetic frequency. You have to literally turn your dial to what you want to listen to and attract and have into your life for you to be an energetic match for it. Right. And, and, and as you know, with, with, with a lot of, you know, weight issues, there's a lot of trauma and there's a lot of sadness and there's a lot of unworthiness there mm-hmm. and low frequency energies manifest in physical illness. Our body keeps score and eventually our low frequency emotions that we haven't moved through. And we're human. You're going to experience those things, but you, you've got to learn. You've got to learn with healthy ways to move through them, heal and move on. You can't marinate in it all the time because it will eventually manifest in physical illness in your body. Cancer cells are in your body all the time. They, they, they're in their body. They're in our bodies all the time. It's, it's, it's a part of our, our body makeup when they start splitting off and doing crazy things and creating tumors and, and ravaging our body. 911, we have a problem. There is an energetic source for that. Same thing with heart attacks and breast cancer. I mean, that whole area is your heart chakra. That is, that is relationship and pain that you're holding in that area. Um, and what, what, another thing that some people don't really understand is we can have, we can be carrying the traumas of our family members, our mom, our dad, and our bodies. And that's why there's this saying that when we heal, we hear, we heal for generations to come. And a lot of times those energetic, um, components that our mothers, fathers, grandmothers all dealt with DNA wise, genetically, we carry over into our lives and it's up to us to heal. And I'm like, Oh, it runs in our family. No, no, no. What can I do to transmute those energies? What can I do to change things and redirect, 
redirect the health of my family, mental, physical, emotional, all of the things. Right. And, and that's, you know, transforming your role in your own life from victim to victor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So, so people need to get very clear on what they want in their lives to or, in order to kind of direct high frequency energy toward that thing. So what's one practical way that listeners can get clarity on what they truly want? What's one step that they can do today? Well, I would ask yourself what you want and then immediately write down why you think you can't have those things. Okay. Because the, your, your, your birthright, your universal birthright is abundance. You literally can align with whatever you want to align with. And I'll always say this, and it's so true. It's so hard for people to wrap their heads around because it is so simple, but it's so complex because we're humans. We make everything overcomplicated is the universe doesn't align with what's realistic or logical. It aligns with what we believe. That's why there are miracles and blessings and stories that are so freaking amazing that we couldn't even begin to write the script for. And so when you write down what you want, and then you immediately write down why you can't have it, you need to break down what are, what, what, what is the belief system? What is the programming? Why do I feel like I can't have these things? And then you need to write beside them why you can, why can you have those things? Because again, you cannot manifest in toxic soil. You cannot plant seeds to grow in soil that's, that's unfertile soil. That's full of, you know, toxic waste. It will not work. And so when you can undo those patterns and those belief systems that you've had and, and identify where they come from and also realize going back to what we just said, they don't have to be your, they don't have to be yours. Mm-hmm. A lot of the programs and the systems and the things that we have been taught have been taught to us by people that have had their own life experiences and perceptions of life. And yours does not have to be theirs. Right. Absolutely. When, Absolutely. when you can break it down like that, you'll really realize, oh my gosh, I have been programmed. Yeah. I've been programmed. Yep. All, all the lies, all the diet culture speak and feeling that we are unworthy of, of love and acceptance and, and internal validation because of how we look. It's all, it's all around us. We don't, you know, my son's 15 months old. He does not have any of those messages for him right now. None. And now um, just a couple of more questions to wrap up. Uh, There's a quiz on manifestingmarge.com that helps your future clients figure out um, which of our, which of the four barriers is keeping them stuck. Can you explain what those four barriers are? So actually that website is getting ready to be revamped. I am taking down all of that. So I'm going to back up on that question. The reason I'm changing, I'm changing my manifesting course is this is the deal. We, this has all come to me in the past six months. We don't manifest everything that we experience in our life. And the way I know that is because working with my youngest on, um, on energy healing and working with our energy healer who has been my mentor actually took an energy healing class with her for a year is, and this may blow your, your audience's mind away to hear this, but if you've never thought of it, just be open-minded to what I'm about to say. We've all lived many previous lifetimes and our past life experiences 
can play out karmically in this lifetime. So that is how we, we, we clear and we complete our karmic agreements is to come back and make right what we didn't in our past lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so from a manifesting perspective, it's funny you brought that up because I, I need, I'm, my girl's going to be taking that down probably this week. I'm, I'm building out a whole new spiritual school. This is where I'm going with that. So not all that we manifest in our life, not all that we have that we have happened in our life. Have we manifested? There are soul agreements and contracts that are a part of our soul journey that we come here, we come here to complete, right? So part of yours is, okay, why you've experienced what you've experienced. I don't know. Some, a past life regressionist can tell you that, but there's a calling on your life. And so for you to do what you're doing now, it was part of your soul agreement that you had to go through that experience, right? You didn't manifest that. You didn't bring it on yourself. It's right. part of your soul journey. And so when, when we can go through life, understanding that we are, we are energetically playing out what we want to happen in our life. That is all on us, but we have to go through these moments. And so that's where the manifesting comes in. You may have something happen in your life that is awful. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's no way I would agree to that. No, you may not have agreed to it, but your soul did because it's for your evolution and your growth. But when you have that happen in your life, whatever that is, a divorce or heaven forbid the death of a child, I can't even begin to imagine all those things. You have a choice in that moment to go, okay, this I'm here. What is the best way that I'm going to evolve? And how am I going to grow as a soul? This is what I choose. This is the energy and the direction that I choose in this moment. That's where manifesting plays out because we're going to all have those moments in our life that are like, oh my gosh, how is this happening right now? What did I do to deserve this? Right. And so that's why I'm revamping my course. And this is, and what I'm creating is going to be so much bigger than that manifesting because it's going to be an entire spiritual school. And I'm going to teach all of the things that I have studied over the past 15, 20 years and manifesting is going to be a part of that. But when you can really get a glimpse and understand that you are not the victim, that your soul chose for you to go through some pivotal things in your life because it's part of your soul journey and you have the power to manifest and change the direction and the energy of those moments, you will feel so freaking empowered because we have, there's, there's no one to blame. There's no one to blame. And you look at the world we're living in right now. You're like, Oh my gosh, like why in the world? How am I here? What am I? Okay. Guess what? Your soul chose to be here. You have a 15 month old, his precious little soul knew what he was signing up for. He's here to do big things. Yeah. You know, and my children too. So when, if you're a mom and you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's 2021, almost 2022. What am I doing? My poor child, like, how can I protect them? Their souls are equipped with everything that they need. Everything is in divine time and perfect order. So yes, my school is going to be, it's going to be the mega spiritual Academy and I'm hoping to roll it out in January. So by the time that this launches, hopefully it will be live and you know what? Keep talking. I'm going to dig around. I'm going to find um, what the, what the URL is going to be for my course. Sure. Sure. Um, it's actually really, really funny that you mentioned past lives because, and I'll, I'll talk more about this off, off the episode, but um, I've just been, I've, I've, I've had some run-ins with some people that thread in and out of my life. And I'm, I wonder if there's some past life stuff that's 
cause of that. I, I, I thought about it the other day and I was never one to really think about those things, but it, it made sense to me all the oh sex in the world in the moment. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, and, and I, I say, I tell people all the time. So my husband and I, we, we, it was literally love at first sight. He's nine years older than me. The story of how we met was crazy, but I thought about him on and off for a year. Well, when we met again, he thought about me on and off for a year, but he was engaged and he broke off the engagement for whatever reason. And then we ended up talking, but it literally, when I saw him and met him for the first time, I went into the bathroom. I just cried. I couldn't tell you why it was the weirdest thing ever. Don't know where the emotion came from. Didn't even think it was him. I'm like, what is wrong with me? It was soul recognition. That's all it was. Our souls were back together again. We've been, we've been in many lifetimes together. Same with our children, your son too. I mean, we, that, and, and we could be here for days, but that, that is, that is eternal life. So the easiest way for me to explain it to your, to your listeners is our souls bicarnate. Okay. And what I mean by that is our souls can be in multiple places at one time, just like God's source creator, right? Like God is everywhere. God, God is, God is within us. God is everywhere all the time. So what happens is when our soul, when we pass away, that is our personality that our soul contracted in every lifetime. So in my part, so this is my personality in this lifetime, bubbly Meg. And then this is your personality, right? So when we pass over our soul, our soul personality will be in heaven to greet our loved ones. But our soul is that spark of the divine, that big, I am presence. It can split off and come back and wow. go, you know what? There was something that I really didn't get. There's something that I really want to do better. I really want to know, learn more patience. I really want to um, be more accepting of others, you know, whatever. And it goes, okay, I, I want to go back. I want to, I want to, I want to fix that. I want to do better next time. So the only reason we're here is to complete and clear karma. That's the only reason we're here. So whenever we have an issue with someone in our life, or we're looking how we can handle things in the best way, our job is to complete and clear that karma, karma, because if we don't learn it in this lifetime, we're going to come back again. <laughs> Who wants to come back again and go through the bullshit all over again, right? <laughs> so when you can understand that, you go, okay, how can I level up? Yeah. How can I look at this one love and, with love and light? How can I know that that person that was mean to me and treated me that way, treated me horribly? How, how, how can I level up in this moment? We'll still know that they're damaged. Yeah. There's trauma there. They're hurting. Send them loving light, love and light. Forgive them. It doesn't mean what they did didn't hurt. It doesn't mean that you have to have them in your life. Boundaries are healthy. And right, that goes back to worthiness. What are you worthy of, right? Protect your energy, protect yourself. But when we go through life just mad and, you know, judgmental and all of the things, we're going to have to go through that all over again in the next lifetime. Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, if everybody understood this, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just crazy. So I was, um, I was talking about something on Facebook the other day and this guy that I went to high school with this big, tough, strong Marine. Um, he's so funny. He messaged me. He's like, he's like, you're going to die. He's like, my son just told me in detail about his past life of when he was a policeman and he saved this guy named Brett. Like it was so detailed. I was like, Shane, like, can I save this? Cause this is going to go in my book. It was amazing. And then I have another friend, Heather, who told me a couple of years ago, she's like, you're not going to believe this. But my daughter said to me when she was like three or four years old, Hey, do you, mom, do you remember when, when we were on that river and that flood came 
and it killed us, but you weren't, you weren't my mom. Nani was my mom. Like her grandmother was her mom in that lifetime. Oh, weird. This whole story. And Heather was like, Meg, it was so in detail and the wisdom and the way she spoke this to me was, was like an adult telling a story. And yeah. she was very matter of fact, yeah. but the problem is, is our kids grow up and we're going, Oh my God, you have such a big imagination. Oh my God. You're so cute. That's so funny. We don't take it seriously. Yeah. That when we don't take them seriously, they start losing it. Right. right. Because right. there are plenty of people in my, my spiritual world that can tell you about their past lifetimes. They, they're privy to their past lifetimes. I don't, I'm not privy to my past lifetimes. I have a really strong connection to, um, to na- the native American culture. Like I love Indian flute music. And I am just so drawn to anything that's Asian always have been. So I have no doubt I lived in those lifetimes. And I also feel like, um, and I've been told that I lived in many lifetimes where I was persecuted for my beliefs because I was very outspoken, which is interesting because here I am at 40 years old. I live in the South and here I am talking about past lifetimes and angels and energy. And, you know, I live in the Bible belt. So it's no wonder that I experienced that in past lifetimes. Cause I'm here to do it again. Right. That's so fascinating. It is right. so fascinating. I feel like we could talk about, like you said, we could talk about we this for days. Forever. This could be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, my, my last question that I ask everybody, cause the podcast is called finally free. What does yeah. that mean to you? What does it mean to be finally free? Oh gosh. Finally free. I would say it's where I am now. Mm-hmm. It's completely it is, it is being authentically you and making no apologies about it. I am such at the place in my life and, and I wish it had happened earlier, but I wasn't ready, you know? So we can look over our life and go, Oh, I wish I'd done things differently. Or why did I do that? Or why is it happening now? You know, why did it take so long? It's because everything is in divine time and perfect order. Right. I wasn't ready to step into who I am today, five years ago. And it took me going through watching my son understand his past lifetimes and communicate with angels and spirits and, and understand energy on his level for me to go, okay, God, like universe source creator. I get it. Like you, my son chose me to be his mom because I would get him and I wouldn't just put him on infusions and give him an, you know, an autoimmune label for the rest of his life. He chose me to get him. And I not only get him, I want other people to understand that there's so many other ways to treat illness for sure. other than running into the doctor and getting on prescription medications or getting infusions or whatever, or just taking the labels. Everything's got a freaking label. Um, and I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach. I saw my son healed with energy healing, but energy healer, he is still yet to meet in physical and in, in, in person. And so at 40, I was like, oh my gosh, here I am. I'm talking about it all. My psychic abilities are opening up. I'm starting to see auras and all of these gifts are starting to open up to me because I'm embracing it and I'm not hiding behind it anymore. I've always felt different. And I'm at the time of my life now where I don't care. Yes. I just, I just want to attract my people. If you're not, if you're not that person and you don't get me, it's okay. It's, it's not a part of your soul journey to get me. Right. It's not. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Meg, thank you so much. So much for taking the time to come speak to us about energy healing. I'm again, like I'm going to put everything in the show notes where people can find you. If they're struggling with, you know, dieting and they think maybe 
looking into energy might be something for them. They're going to come your way. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to message you the URL for my, for the spiritual Academy. So you'll have all of that by the time this airs. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was awesome. Have a great day. You too. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time.